so I'm gonna talk about creation so I spoke about how the black and white is the foundation of everything and it's only when you introduce the prism that splits the light into physicality, matter and antimatter. Because when it's it's difficult to explain it, it'd be easier to create a video game show. <laughs> yeah, so that would be easier to just create a video game to show it, right? But not be able to speak it. But I can try. So, without this split light, the spectrum, everything would just be black and white. You would just have this constant source of white light, which would be casting shadows on your basic, on your basic geometric shapes, I guess. Your squares, your circles, your triangles. And the combinations I guess this is just uh, I guess like a thought exercise um, yeah so I mean where else do you see black and white the Sun and the moon the Sun in terms of solar eclipse Now, if we say that everything comes from the dark, so to speak, that the solar eclipse could be seen as like the beginning of something, maybe. Maybe the start of something. Same with the moon. The, the new moon is the start of a new phase, isn't it? So... You work on it, fuck's sake. You're working on it in that concept and that thinking that it's all about beginnings and endings and whatever. Then it should be easy to track patterns based on that. If something starts around, although I guess it requires a bit more thought. It's not that something's gonna just come out on a new moon, right? It's gonna be a full moon. That's when it would manifest, if at any time. Because everything All the information is carried in white light, right? So if you're creating something, if you're trying to manifest something, you're gonna do it around the new moon, right? So that 
around the full moon that's when it would actually manifest in that new light that that is that's just literally like a thought a thought of there's no way of observing that unless I went back through and look to my experience but I find I don't know I've never really tracked never really tracked the moon like that I've tried to do it in terms of comparing it to stock movement of stock stock prices price movements but it's not really it's not really a guarantee it's uh, I don't know Maybe other factors that play into it. Because like each person, right? Each person's different. Each company is different. Each company is run by different people. The people looking at the companies, the investors, they're all different. So you got all these other factors as well as what I'd probably call the general consensus. General consensus being the... I know, general kind of mood, like the economic movements, inflation, deflation, all that kind of stuff. That would be the general sort of consensus. But then, of course, you're going to have companies that are going to do well regardless of the economy. Especially if the uh, necessities, if it's considered like a luxury good, then of course that might take a hit. That's not going to be guaranteed. But if it's necessities like food, energy, the things that can be. I guess determined in a way. But then they, uh, they're subject to other, other conditions, external influences and things like that. So, 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 so. So, the sun and the moon. Kind of, rem- I don't know, the phases of the moon kind of remind me of a, a shutter on a camera. You know, like the different phases of it closing. And then once the shot is closed, it's captured whatever it was, whatever the image was. 
and I think that's kind of the expression that I'm talking about that it is kind of like that where the phases of the moon represent that it's the capturing of something but the but then you got the new moon right so that would represent the the image well whatever you were capturing that's what it would represent right at least that's, that's what I think I think it would represent whatever you were trying to capture so maybe maybe that is some kind of expression of something can't really say for certainty because manifesting all that kind of stuff is kind of subjective it's more the the experience of the person it's not something that everyone can can experience or observe even so I don't know that was just my thoughts or ideas on it that it's something like that but there would only be I guess there'd be a way you could test it um, I guess to draw up an image of what you want and try and uh, try and hold that or live that around the time of the the new moon and then see what happens on the full moon see if it manifests that'd be one one way of doing it I guess it's something that I'd been interested in been interested in it for a while and I guess it's just more curiosity than uh, actually wanting things. But it is kind of the foundation, right? The black and the white, I, I believe, are the foundation. That's why they appear so much in a cult symbol signs and symbols they are shown as like a dance floor which is you know you kind of step onto it and there's lights all shining down on it all different colours so I kind of see that as a representation of the base layer this flat black and white 
and then you got the the people animated in the light the prism prison prism prison of light it's pretty much what it is you're stuck in this frequency of light unless you try to move past it just uh you can't really measure that or anything can you how do you move past visible light i think it's more uh energetic frequency type thing you are constrained in this spectrum of light but maybe that isn't all of you that you aren't just whatever is seen or that it's just matter you're not just matter that there's something either above or below uh, that frequency of the visible light spectrum and that's the maybe that's the part that you have to recognise in order to move away from that restriction so to speak because maybe when you do move away or you're able to, I don't know, tap into that other frequency that maybe that's when you create things, you manifest things. Maybe that's what that process is. That it's, uh, movement I guess in which you're no longer really being influenced in what you see the perspective and that's that's all of this really happening right these pyramids these organisations these societal structures they're all to give you a single perspective how to live, how to work, the image of the brand or the product or the company. And it's like everyone has to agree and work towards or work within that. But that's not that that's been further limited. So you're limited in this frequency, this frequency band, and then you're being limited again in terms of 
what you can and can't do physically so it's almost like the limitation becomes the norm that if everything is limited then that's perhaps how we're supposed to be but I don't think I don't think that's the case I think there's ways that you know you can kind of move past it it's not so much a case of kind of towing the line kind of thing you know doing doing what everyone else is I think it's kind of a um, I guess it's finding a tuning into a different frequency just doing things that are for you because if you're doing things that you're told that you're limited by that just causes resistance that's why people get depressed get angry get sad break down don't like their job it's because they're constantly being limited and being told that that is that that, that limitation is normal that you should be lucky that you got a job or that you should embrace it but all it's really serving to do is to keep you limited to keep you dragged down to keep you in a certain state of flux where it's like you're you're just depressed all the time or you're just angry all the time but maybe you don't relate it to to your work because it's kind of like that. that's normalised that that's how it's got to be so you have to find something in order to fix your anger or depression go out drinking take some pills or therapy, anger management or going to the gym but the underlying issue is still there, it's still producing the same energy all you're doing is really masquerading it just covering up the source of the problem that's kind of it's kind of what it's all about it's covering up the problem something else but it's um, yeah it's not a way to live I mean there is no need to to live like that really isn't it's just that that's taught in society that's how society lives that's how everyone should live 
but yeah it's not the only way and yeah I think I think the whole movement of the moon you've got the moon that rules the tides and stuff right so it can move water if it's able to move water what's it doing to you your water as well aren't you alright because we're all made of water so apparently the moon rules the tides creates the tides kind of moves anything in water and so it's got to govern everyone as well sure exactly what that means which I think is why is why I've been questioning it like what is the not the meaning but what is the purpose serve as a almost like a counterbalance like a visual uh, visual expression of the balance the black and white and then you've also got that in the in the eclipses as well the expression of the black and white so I think it's just I think it's just representing the foundations the sort of like the construct of the limited frequency that we live in that there are things outside of it that we can't can't really perceive but it doesn't mean that this is that that's it there's got to be there's got to be something beyond it right because I mean we already know that there's a bunch of frequencies we can hear some of them we can see some of them but that's not all of them you can see some of them with tools or devices that enable that but again that's not all of them
and depending on your distance from the source of, the whole, of that energy it's again there's going to be different things you perceive so the closer you are to the sun you're going to see more now you're probably going to see less because the frequency will be higher so how do you take a picture we well, can only take a representation but it's got to be in a different band x-ray gamma ray if the because there's got to be a certain distance you've got to be in order to perceive something right visibly if it's in a limited band of frequency so does the distance has to the distance has to govern the condition of the observer because that's how the frequency is measured in distance or wavelength So maybe it would get to a point where all you would see is black and white. You won't be able to perceive any any other light because you won't be you won't be in that frequency band. You'd be too close. And by which point you may not be able to survive at that at those frequencies. If you consider the moon, right, it's uh, it is it is kind of the counterbalance in terms of uh, the visual perception because you can see it through see it through the phases when you see it on a full moon similar to the sun right because you only ever see the sun as a full disc and we kind of know that the the light from the moon is different it's not the same as the sun it's not warm if it is a reflector it's absorbing Maybe it's absorbing a lot. Because it tends to only give out uh, like a blue, a blue hue, typically. I guess. I guess over time that changes a bit. I think it changes depending on the time of the year because they have all these different names for the different types different types of moon even though it's the same it looks the same just visibly the colour may be different 
but that must be a condition of the sun right because we know the sun changes its output because that's being measured constantly right or is it something else it's changing the condition maybe it's the distance maybe it's the distance of the moon that's causing the the difference in the uh, perception of the visible light being reflected maybe when it's more red the moon is closer Anyway, I guess that's just my thoughts on it. Thoughts on the moon, the black and the white. Being the foundation because outside of the visible light spectrum, there can only be dark, uh, black and white. It can only be black and white. So that's like the foundations, the, the matter, the antimatter. And then the visible light spectrum is that tiny little band that we perceive as physicality and people and everything else. But I think the moon is showing that everything manifests from the dark into the light. New moon to full moon. I guess that would be a good exercise, just to um, try that out. To consider things I guess just to consider I don't even know plans or something I guess plans for the near future or something. I don't typically, I'm like, I'm feeling like I'm a little bit disconnected from the physical at the minute. Even though I spend half of my day typically outside walking, I still feel kind of disconnected. I'm not really doing anything. Um, physically to change or create anything all I'm doing is walking and talking going through different ideas or processes but it's all typically it's all typically like flow it's not it's not based on resistance I'm not forcing anything if I do I tend to stop when I catch myself so it is kind of a kind of a big experiment I'm doing just to live in a state of flow I'm not doing anything to earn money 
um, a lot of negative people that keep kind of shouting their faces and um, I've learned to not give my any energy away so easily and I think this whole process is representative of in astrological terms my north no uh, north node return nodal return even which has been happening since April or May which is when all the changes started and my north node is in Aries south node in Libra you kind of going from being a people pleaser to being uh, more assertive and it's definitely been something that's manifest and that's why everything has happened because of that because people had to let go because I'm no longer just allowing them to use me so that's why things have happened the way they have because people are also being affected by it they're letting go because I no longer serve them but then at the same time um, Uranus is conjunct my north node which I think is it's all about the mind and I don't know why fantasy is I don't know it's just like out of out of their ideas like uh, you know not um not like your standard way of thinking I guess which I think is pretty accurate but it's not something I'm, tr I'm I don't know I'm not conscious of it I'm just kind of going with the flow I'm not consciously trying to do anything or not do something it just happens how it happens I don't know maybe all this will stop uh, when Uranus moves away that could be a while it's not a I don't think it's a fast moving planet so it could be a little while I guess I guess for now I'm just kind of using that, using that energy. It's not something that's stagnant. It's not something that I'm ignoring. It's just something I'm just letting, letting be. And the nodal 
return that is 18 months I think so yeah it's a little while yeah it's a little while to go probably one of the year or something so it's kind of like another year of adjustment I guess moving I guess more fully into into that um, into that role into that purpose okay that's that's kind of how I'm interpreting it because they're, they're both very significant uh, changes and then um And then, yeah, then there's the transformation aspect. Pluto in my 10th house, which is currently in my ninth. I think it might be, it's not 2025. Sometime after 2025. So it's like these seeds of change almost. These things that are kind of forcing changes in being and or realignment almost. I don't know. I'm just kind of going with it at the moment. But I just know that even once all this my current situation is over with that there's another aspect to it that may be maybe a bit more public that's how I'm interpreting it the uh, Pluto aspect because when it moves into my tenth house in Aquarius it's going to be conjunct my Jupiter and the 10th house is all about status and career how you're perceived in the public so there could be a change in that regard yeah but then the I guess the micro the aspect of that the that's kind of the macro I guess the micro Aspect is the the moon and the eclipses, the phases. I guess it's all kind of it's all kind of linked in some way. Because the moon can symbolise death and rebirth and birth. Uh, birth. It's typically associated with fertility and. Uh, ovulation it's all aligned with a month so anyway I think that's it for now I'll catch you in a bit